Why don't we just take just a moment just to kind of loosen this thing up a little bit? Just kind of break it off of us. Why don't we just clap and raise our hands and lift him up together? Come on and join me one time and let's lift up the God that's here tonight. God. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Thankful to be in the house of the Lord tonight. No matter what night it is, no matter who's here, no matter who's not, I know it's always looming when when pastor, when shepherd is not here. I know that. I realize that. But God is here. And if we could put pastor on phone right now, he would say, Two words, have church. I'm glad to have a shepherd like our shepherd. I'm very, very humbled once again to stand in this pulpit. And without him being here, only only he and God in ministry really knows what that means to us. To have a man of God that trusts you when he is away with with his flock. It means so much, and I am humbled and and uh, excited and nervous and a ball of emotion. I'm, I'm tired. I've been up since 2 o'clock yesterday, so I'm uh, weak in my body. And uh, But I'm ready for church tonight. I, I know what God has spoke to me in my heart, and um, I'm just going to do the only thing I know to do. I, if I tried to do something different, it would not be who I am, and it would not be... Uh, what God wanted. Um, when Pastor asked me before I left for work if I could preach on this night, I, I uh, kind of, Brother Bowie, I said, "Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure." <laughs> and inside, I was going, "Oh, this is going to be a train wreck." Uh, uh, so I was gone at work, and I don't think it was of any coincidence that, in my mind, I'm thinking, "Well, I've got two weeks away." I'll have a little time to unplug and read and study and find the face of God. And for the week, first week of that was just pure chaos. It was, I mean, our works was just unreal. Our work schedule, this this hitch. Uh, but I did find a little bit of time to get away with God. And I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping that my lack of time to get away and dedicate, I'm hoping God just kind of sweeps in and takes control of that and... Uh, uh, does what every preacher wants him to do, is just have his way and anoint him. So I give double honor to my pastor tonight, what a great man of God and his family. I give honor to you wonderful people. I've said it time and time again, there's no greater no greater church, no greater people to be a part of than every one of you. Give honor to all our ministry team, our leaders, our music leaders, uh, nights like this. It's kind of like last time I was up here with Sister Bethany. It, it was... Uh, same same scenario, but uh, but here we are, and here God is, and I'm I'm ready. Uh, the only thing I don't have uh, other than that is is my wife is not here, and uh, I do not I do not enjoy near as much. And I say this with respect, and please don't take this the wrong way. I enjoy preaching when my wife is sitting there preaching with me. Now she's a quiet person, and she's not up and demonstrative and do a lot of things. Uh, but I know she knows every word that I say, and when I get home, I can always bounce off of her, and she will tell me the truth. 
I don't have that tonight, so uh, I miss her. I, I do. I give honor to my wife, and she is a she is a godsend to me. If uh, if you knew the uh, my past and 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 where I came from and uh, where I was at the time that she came into my life, uh, God had really placed her at the right time to be with me to help pull me out of a lot of a lot of darkness. So I give her honor uh, tonight. So. With all that being said, well, you say we go to the Word of God, and I'm going to endeavor to give what God has assuredly given to me, and I'm going to preach the only way I know how to preach, so you will just have to bear with me. So if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of John, and we're going to turn to the 21st chapter, and we're going to read a very familiar very familiar scripture. While you're turning, I'm going to get loose of this jacket. Allow me to set the stage for just one moment of, of my hopes for tonight. Last Wednesday night that I was here when I was behind this pulpit, uh, I tried my best to preach faith, and I tried my best to lift us up and encourage us, and what I know then was a 100% God message that he had spoke to me about, and, and, and I had fun, and it was great, and had a great time, and everybody was up and shouting, and thank you for your support, thank you for always getting behind me, I'm very thankful of that, um, tonight I do not anticipate that, uh, tonight, my goal tonight is is for God to sweep in with a great and powerful spirit of conviction over our hearts is what I hope in a good way. Nothing I say tonight, hear me right now, nothing that I say tonight is in any way, any shape, any fashion of any sort a chastisement or saying you are not doing your job. Put that out of your mind. So many times, I don't know how God deals with every preacher, but so many messages that God gives me, Sister Wanda, and when I come and preach to you sweet people, I've said it a hundred times, I really ought to have a mirror, Brother Bowie, right here, preaching back to myself. That's just how God deals with me. That's just just how it is. So tonight... We're going to preach. It's not going to be too heavy, but I'm going to try to rein us back in a little bit to the, some basics. And, and, and with God's help, and only God's help, will I be able to do this. So, John chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on the wise showed he himself. Therefore, uh, there were together... Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto him, unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We go also with thee. They went forth and entered into the ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But When the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? And they answered him, No. 
And he said unto them, Cast ye, cast thee net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Verse 11 says, uh, says, Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes. I want to talk to us here just for a little bit, not past my anointing. I promise you I will not preach past my anointing. It's time to go fishing. It's time to go fishing. Why don't you put your Bibles aside, and why don't you lift your voice with me and pray for this service to be God's God's will that he do and get what he needs out of this service and he puts forth a word into our heart. God, we love you. Holy God, we give you praise and glory. God, we stand here before you tonight, God, to lift you up and to praise you. God, I know what you've spoken to my heart, God, and I pray, God, that you speak through me with all the love and compassion, God. Lord, to speak to these wonderful people that which you want to get across. Lord, every person in this church house tonight, God, and everybody that is streaming in on the web, Lord, I pray that you move and you speak to every one of us tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and you can be seated. It's time to go fishing. At the very beginning beginning of time, at the very beginning of creation, when God spoke this thing into existence, from the time that, that, he, that he spoke it into existence and then from the time that he walked on the face of this earth, it has always been one thing that has been clear with God. God's number one ultimatum has always, always, always been about souls. God made it very clear he, he could do anything. He could do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ever ask or everything that we could ever think of. He can do it all. But his one thing, Sister Shirley, his one thing is he has always been about souls. He's known far and wide for all the miracles that he's done. He's known far and wide for the great things that he's accomplished. He's known far and wide for his love and his sacrifice and everything that he did for mankind. He's known for saving us. He's known for healing blind people, for making, making lame people get up and walk. He's known for raising the dead. He's known for casting out demons. He's known for walking on water. He's known for parting waters. He's known for so many great things. But the one thing that he is the best known for is that he is going to be the salvation of all mankind. He will be our soul salvation. He is always being a fisherman. Luke 19 says it, says it best when God himself spoke to Zacchaeus and he said the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. God's, God's, God's most thing about him is he is always being a soul winner. You'll have to bear with me just for a moment while I lay in some groundwork and I get my mind moving to where I want to go. But, but God has always been a soul winner. God has always been about saving that which was lost. And he said it so great in that verse that he was here to seek and to save. Now, I love the part to where he said he was here to save. But I also love the part that where it says he is here to seek, which tells me that God is not just sitting up in heaven. 
heaven waiting for us to do whatever. He is actually hands-on reaching and touching and seeking. He's ministering to you. He's touching your heart. He's moving in your life, trying to do whatever he can to get you to the point to where he can save us. He seeks and saves that which is lost. He is active in our lives trying to save the lost. He's active in this world trying to save the lost. Luke 15 says says a lot about this, this stuff. It gives parables all through here. And one of the most known is Luke 15. Uh, God talks about leaving the 99 and finding the one. And, and I'm paraphrasing, but he, he said, he asked, he said, which one of you having 100 sheep and have the 99, but you lose one, wouldn't go after the one, wouldn't leave the 99 and go after the one. And when you found that one, would not bring that sheep back, rejoicing, saying to everybody, look what I found, I have found that lost sheep. That's how God is to us. He, he will leave the 99. You say, what's the point of leaving the 99? You've got 99 people right here, and there's only one over here. But God did not come that anyone should be lost. God came that he would seek and save that which was lost. Proverbs 11 and 30 says that the fruit of a righteous, the fruit of the righteous is as a tree of life, and that he that wins a soul is wise. I want to be a soul winner. God's purpose has always, always, always been about souls. And His plan for each and every one of us has always, always, always been meant for us to be soul winners. He has put us a commission to be fishers of men. He never meant for us to come here tonight and just sit here and not have a soul on our mind. He has always been about souls. He has always had a plan. He has always had it fixed in his mind. There was no, no wondering of what he was to do. Luke 15 records the story uh, that we all know so well when his family uh, went to Jerusalem. It was a time of the Passover, and he, he was at the age of 12 years old, so they spent their time in Jerusalem. And then when they left, the Bible records some days after that they, they realized, or some time after that they realized that God wasn't with them. So they backtracked and tried to find where he was. And at the age of 12 years old, found him in the temple uh, debating and talking with the, with the doctors, it records. And, and when they got to him and, and talked to him and, and, and he seen how distraught they was and how worried they was, he asked them, verse 49, he said, How is it that you sought me? It confused God. How is it that you sought me? Wished ye not? That I must be about my father's business. Even at the young age of 12 years old, and, and no doubt very younger, this is, this is our, our first recording of it, but, but no doubt younger, as he bumped up against people in the streets, wherever he was, that he would say some little thing, drop a little nugget to somebody, or ask somebody something. He has always been about the Father's business, and I want to ask you tonight, have, how long has it been since each and every one of us, with myself standing right here at the first and fourth, most of us all tonight going, how long has it been since I have been about my father's business? I want to be about my father's business. Uh, in essence, I want to be a soul winner. 
To me, being a soul winner is nothing greater. We, 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 look, we look and we record the gifts of the Spirit and, and, and we see how, how the gifts of the Spirit of healing and prophecy and, 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 and uh, tongues. and uh, there, there are many gifts of the Spirit and, and everybody wants a gift of the Spirit. Everybody wants to be, be used like, like Brother Story where he could come and call out somebody and just read their mail or Brother Winslow or some of these great men uh, prophets. Somebody, some of us want to have the gifting of teaching that can, that can just... just Teach, teach, teach. Pastor is a great, phenomenal teacher. Brother Bowie is one of the best teachers you'll ever sit under. There is teachers galore that that, that can just teach you into it, might near teach you into heaven. And it's a gift, you see. It's it's time and it's study and preparation. And we want that. And how awesome would it be if somebody come up and you could go and lay your hand on them and God would flow through and and healing? It's it's the gift of healing. That's what we all want. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. The Bible, it's biblical. It's biblical. And I would love to have gifts. I, I would love to be able to have the gifts of discernment of the Spirit and tongues and interpretation. And, and if God wants that, that's, that's great. And I would gladly accept it. But out of everyone listed, if God's asking, Jamie Crumb, which could I give you? It's not listed on that, in that right there. But if I could tell him, God, whatever you got to do, I want the gift of a soul winner. I would love to be a soul winner. I would love all the gifts you want to give me. I I would take every gift you want to give me that would not get me so high and mighty and lifted up. That that would cause me. You can be so gifted. They say so uh, gifted that you're no earthly good. And and, and I wouldn't want to be that. But but I would want the gifting of of a soul winner. I've seen so many people that can marvelously work altars and, and talk to people and seem like when they walk by, somebody gets the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and they're soul winners. It seems like that's what they were born to do. And, and it's what they live and breathe. And it's what they read and study and, and try to do. And I, I want to be a soul winner. I, I want to be a fisher for men. I, I want to be used in all that ways. But ultimately, I want to be a soul winner. I want the opportunity to go away and find that one sheep that has wandered away from the 99 and, and I, can, I can spiritually scoop that sheep up and come back rejoicing. Hey, look what I found. I found the one that strayed. That one soul that got away from the flock. That one soul that is in danger. I want to be a soul winner. I want to be a fisher of men. I I want to be I want to be I want to be about my father's business. I, I want the gift that Brother Josh Davis, that, that heaven forbid somebody in your family strayed. I, I want somebody, I want you to be able to go, let me call this one or this one or this one. Oh heavens, how would it be to be able to be a soul winner that you could say, let me call Brother Jamie Crum and get him praying and get him to reach and get him to do. And, and I, if it would take your babies out of the fire, away from hell, that's what I want. To be a soul winner, to be about my father's business. And with this world getting wilder and wilder this in this day and age, we do not, hear me, do not need a church or a saint that is getting milder and milder. We have got to go to the extremes to do whatever we can do to reach a world that is vastly lost. 
Obviously, God has been dealing with me. About my lack of fishing. God has showed me. God has dealt with me. And God has talked with me. And let me know out of everything. That I'm not a very good fisherman. Oh, I, I know how to do it. And I know what to look for. I've, I've scouted the fishing holes, Brother Maurice. I, I went and I found the place where I need to fish. I've studied it. I, I know the habitat and, and I know the fish's habits. I, I know what they bite on this time of day with this. I know what kind of lure to throw. I, I went and I bought the rods and reels and, and I invested time and, and going and figuring out. But I have yet to catch one. The year is vastly getting quicker and quicker, it seems like. The older I get, it seems the faster they go. It seems like I get so preoccupied with, with the things in this world and everything else that Jamie wants to do that I, that I, that I don't go and I don't throw the, I, I don't actually throw a hook. I just, I just seems like I window shop. If that makes sense to you, it seems like, it seems like I'm just out there just thinking about it and talking about it and, and praying about it, but I'm not throwing a hook. We've got new converts that, that, that has just been won, and uh, they, they're not here tonight for, for reasons of sickness and, and work. And, and the uh, Tosh, brother Tasha and sister, brother Chris and sister Tasha Herman, and and that right there, I can tell you right now, that has been from from years of years of dedication and years of talking and years of praying, years of prodding from that man and that woman right there, from the time they came into the church. They had a prophecy on them that they would be soul winners, that they would reach into the multitudes, that they would be able to reach people. And it would astound you to know that the people that they have reached and that they have talked to, and, and it, but, but a lot of people, not, I'm not saying us, but a lot of people with the people they've reached, a lot of people would go, I, I, I don't really want to associate with that kind of person. I, I really don't know what I'd do if they came and sat down. Let me tell you one thing. Jesus went and sat with the rankest of them. Jesus went and sat down and sunk with the worst of them with everybody looking on saying how dare he and Jesus said that the sick are in need of a physician Jesus was a soul winner Jesus was a fisherman we need to put off we need to put quit putting off the the, 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 the thing that God is trying to trying to do with each and every one of us. I, I'm, I am bad. Hear me. I am bad about getting into a point in, in, to where I think God's not talking to me. God's not dealing with me. I, God, where are you? Where are you being, God? I don't hear you. I don't feel you. I, and, and, and we all go through dry times. I, I, went, I went through a dry time to where, my Lord, I wondered if I was going to survive it, never come out of it. And, 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 but, but, but you start wondering, God, I, I don't have nobody speaking to me. I, I don't have anybody talking to me. You're not speaking to me. And then you bump up against somebody at, at Family Dollar, and you just get that little inkling in your mind that, Man, I'd like to invite them to church, but you don't do it. Or that text, I mean, you're thinking, I'm scrolling, scrolling. I, I, I've typed out texts, I don't know how many times, just to somebody and, and then erased them. 
I, I went to call people. Just even after God was dealing with me on this right here, the other night I had one of our foremans out there on the yard, and, and he's, from, he's from Lake Charles, and, and, and it was just that little subtleness about, you need to talk to him, you need to talk to him. And, and every time I would try to, every time I would try to, something else would come up, and he, he would lay out some cuss words and this and that and the other, and I was thinking, my God, what am I going to say to him? And, and, and I get overwhelmed with that thing, but, but with those kind of things. But that's the people that we're supposed to reach. I'm not trying to reach your brother Zach Davis. I'm not trying to reach your brother Robert Shadon. They're settled. They're, they're rock steady. Nothing's going to shake them. I'm out there trying to reach the one that is cussing in my face. I'm trying to reach the one that the, that the stench of, of sin is so prevalent on them. That's who I'm trying to reach. That's who we're after is that one, that one. That one, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to turn into a better fisherman, but I'm not, I'm not being the fisherman God has called me to be. I, I want to win a soul, but I get so preoccupied with everything else. I, I, I look at my rod and reels in the corner and I go, maybe tomorrow I'll go a fishing. Maybe tomorrow I'll go a fishing. Today I'm too busy. Today I've got something else to do. Huh? God, I pray for a burden of souls. I am praying every single time. Time I pray, every time I lift up my voice right now, there's one commonality of it. God, give me a burden for souls. I want a burden. I want a burden. I, and I don't want just, I don't want it. I mean, I know I have to prepare. I know, I know I have to do my research. I know I have to read and study and, and do all that. I know that. And I have to put my feet in action. I know that. I know that. But, but I want a burden. I want a burden. I want a burden for souls. I want God to put a burden on me to the point that it wakes me up at 2 o'clock in the morning and has some face in my mind and I can hit my knees before God and cry and pray and travail for that person. God hit me the other night or the other day rather because I worked straight nights. I was in my, I done knocked off and, and I done studied, done my time of study and prayer and, and it felt like I was just at a wall, felt like it was just nothing and I I laid down and I just began just to kind of meditate on God and, and talk to God and just, 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 childlike honestly just elementary stuff to us and just just doing it and all of a sudden something something rushed over me that I've never not one time in my living for God have I ever felt it I've never felt it and, I, and oh I long to feel it again and I'm going to strive for it and pray for it but God rushed over me as I was thinking and praying about this message and I was praying about souls and I was in my time of fasting and praying for it and I laid there tears just began to flow uncontrollably and I begin to speak with a tongue that I've never ever ever spoke with and it, it kind of shocked me brother Bowie I, I, I didn't know I mean it was altogether different it wasn't it wasn't a violent it wasn't it wasn't loud and it wasn't just this 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 edification that we do and that we're so quick to jump into when we walk through the doors it wasn't none of that it was something completely different than I'd ever experienced in my life when I started praying about soul I want a burden. You hear me? I want a burden. I want a burden for souls. I, I want God to put somebody on my mind that I can go and I can talk to and that I can speak with. I want to do whatever I got to do for souls. We gotta, we've got a mandate from God for soul winning. 
You want to know the will of God? You read the Bible, and the Bible will lay out the will of God. It tells you to be thanks and all, give thanks and everything, be thankful in all things. But this is the will of God. God talks to us about those things. But a soul winner, being a soul winner, we were created to worship God and to win souls. I was created to do more than what I've done. That I've let the world take away from me by putting time and distractions in me. It's my mandate to pull people out of Egypt. It's my mandate to pull them away from the very clutches of hell and the very fires that scorch against them. It's my mandate to do it. It's my mandate to pull them away from the fires. Jude said it when he said it. Some have compassion, making a difference. He said, but but others save in fear, pulling them out of the fire. I want to be somebody that reaches in and pulls them out of the fire. One of my favorite quotes of all time comes from, from Charles Spurgeon. He, he said, if, said, if sinners be damned, at least let them leap, over, leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms. Our arms wrapped about their knees and poured them to stay. If they're bound and determined to go to hell, let it be. Don't ever let it be said, Sister Bethany, because we didn't reach for them. Don't ever let it be said that because we that we were we were we were too busy and caught up that we that we didn't have time to reach for the sheep. He said that because he knew that there was a real hell to shun and a, and a real heaven to gain. I, I believe, I believe this book from, from front to back, all 66 books of it, I, I believe every word of it. I believe that there's a hell and that there's a heaven to gain. And it's our job, it's my mandate, it's your mandate to become a fisher of men. God said that he would make us fishers of men to pull them out of hell. Hear me, there's never been a soul. There's never been a soul, not one time, that God created, that He created specifically to go to hell. Hell wasn't designed for us. Well, we weren't designed for hell. Hell was reserved for when He kicked Lucifer and the third of angels out of heaven into that. And then hell will be for those that don't come to Jesus. But we weren't created for that. It's not a place that we were created for. We, we've got to reach for them and pull them out of a place that, that they are dying to get to, that they were never meant to go. We've only got a little while. We've only got a little while longer. We've only got a little while to tarry. God said to, God said to work while there's still light because night cometh to where no man can work. And, and it's vastly approaching the time and the hour to where we, we won't be able to reach anybody anymore. But now in the time that we can reach, we've got to be reaching. We've got to be fishing. We've got to be fishing. We've got to quit worrying about everything else. I, I, I'm bad. I'm terrible about getting so distracted. I, I mean, we've got people all across this place that, that put in so many hours a day for work, and you got to do that. And we, there's things we got to do. Please don't misunderstand me. But a lot of the things that I, that, I, that I get myself and my family in is nothing more but distraction. Don't ever, I don't ever play golf. And I, 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 probably, I probably went on a golf course twice in my life. And there's been times, Brother Robert, I thought, 
I think I'll quit and I'll just go and be a PGA golf pro. You get wrapped up in, 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 in things. Why do, you, why, why do you think that there's things that come that you've never even gave thought to that all of a sudden you find yourself spending money on it and all of a sudden you find yourself studying and researching? I, I, I've said it before. I, I'm not a fisherman like in, 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 in literal terms. I, I, I mean, I can catch some, but, but my colt can catch them out of a mud hole and he gets it from them right there. But I'm not a fisherman, but I'll spend time and I'll spend money when it comes time to go fishing, Brother Reese. It's something that'll click inside the human psyche that, 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 that something's out there else that I can do and and for somebody that has got a little bit of ambition and a little bit of drive, we find ourselves finding what we can find to do. And it's nothing more than a distraction. And I'm not talking about everything that we, the normal stuff that we have to do. And I, please don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying there. I, we have to leave, God said to Terry, until he comes. I believe that and I know we have to do that. But <laughs> I wish... I wish I could get us in, back to the basics tonight. I, I wish I could preach it so, the way I feel it. And it seems like I could never, ever do that. But I, I wish I could preach it the way I feel it inside. And it's just turning. It and just feels like it's just, just gut-riching about souls. And, and I'm trying to pour out. But I wish we could get back to the basics of what this thing is meant to be. I love our church. Our church is gorgeous. I love our family life center. I love our buses. But if it's just for us, that's not what it was designed for. If it's not to bring souls in, you can burn it to the ground. And that's not what it was meant to be. We're meant to win souls and we're meant to bring... Ah. Uh, I wish I could preach a godly conviction in our hearts that it would sweep across us and it would infiltrate our hearts and it would think, make us think about souls, make us wonder about who we could go home and call tonight, make us wonder who we could text tonight, make us wonder who we could invite tomorrow. God convicted me some kind of hard. He slapped me, man, the other day. We were... We were up here on the Saturday before Bible school, and it was, it was a handful of us was able to show up and go and pass out flyers. And all I could think about was, it's going to rain. We got to hurry up and do this, and, and we got to get this done. Well, let's let's go, let's go, let's go. We got to going down, and we we parted ways. We all knew where we were going. Me and my wife and uh, uh, Carson and Colton were with me, and Fallon was with Brother James and Sister Kayla and Paisley. We were, we were going to do our thing. I got to, got to feel it. I was aggravated. I, I, was, I was going, man, I, I don't want to go and, I don't want to go and do this. I, I mean, it's great, but I don't want to, you know, you know how you get? God, you smoke my, I mean, he smoked me, man. He smoked my heart about it. I mean, how can I say I'm a soul winner or somebody wants to reach souls when I don't want to go and put forth the effort to go and to reach for somebody? We got to knock and we, we would go up and we would put the hanger on the door. My children, I realized I've raised a generation. I've raised children that have never done that. And that's my fault. That's nobody else's fault. That's no leader's fault. That's not pastor's fault. They, they, they only get a little bit of time with us and our children. It's not their job to keep our children and us saved. That's our job. 
It's my job to keep my children. It's my job to raise a generation that knows how to go and witness and knock doors. When I was a kid, we used to go and knock doors and would go in and visit and witness while we were there. And God, it's been so long since I've done that. It's not popular. Don't get me wrong. It's not something that I enjoy, Brother Butch. I'm not sitting there chomping at the bit, ready to go out and do it. That's what it takes. My kids got to going and putting flyers on, on the doors, and it, it, it got fun to them. And, and they started racing to put a flyer on the door. And Carson didn't leave it to Carson. He come back and got in, the, got in the car, and he said, Oh, I like this. This is fun. And when he did, it was just like a dagger just... In my heart, my heart, I'm going, I've got a kid that is enjoying going out and reaching for souls. And he's got a daddy that's worried about everything else. I'm not fishing. I'm not throwing a hook. I'm not catching any fish. I'm not doing it. We used to walk the streets in Jonesville when we had our... We had our daughter work. We had Willow Street. We we had walked us. A, a, a big team of us would walk, and we would hand out drinks, and we would talk to people, and we would witness to them. And, and we ran a bus ministry that Sister Judy Womack handed up, and we we would go and we would meet here early at Sunday morning and go and pick up as many that would come and jump in there. And all of the stuff we saw, you could sit down and talk to me and her and a few others that was involved in that for years. And oh my God, some of the things that we saw that we could tell you. But that's the lifestyle. That's what we're after. That's the pond that we're throwing in. That's, that's the lake that we're fishing in. We, that's what we're to expect. We're to be fishing, but I'm not fishing. And I'm coming to a close if you'll stand. Sister Joyce, if you'll come and give me, give me some help. I'm going to give you some, some statistics real quick. I know a lot of you are numbers people and it clicks with you, but I'm not. I can barely remember the time my shoes, much less remember numbers. Is this okay? I want, I want to be a fisherman. I want to be a fisherman. I wonder, I wonder if you, I wonder right now if you just raise your hands. You put both hands to God and you would ask God for a godly burden. If you would just raise your hands right now to God and say, God, give me a burden for souls. God, give me a burden for somebody. Put somebody on my mind, God. Put one. Give me one person, Lord, that I can go and I can reach, God. We gotta get back to the basics. We gotta get back to the basics. We got the best. We got the best music team. We got the. We got the best pastor and preachers and teachers. We got the best of all of it. We got the best leadership around. We can do awesome things. We can do great, phenomenal things. But the basics of it all is to be a soul winner. In 2020, at the most recent census that went out across America. Catahoula Parish had approximately 10,000 residents in it. The state of Louisiana itself had 4,661,488,000 residents. United States of America 
had approximately 331,449,281 residents. The population of the world right now as it stands in the last year of 2020 was approximately 7.8 billion people. Oh my God. Oh my God. 7.8 billion. God, but I can reach one. What if I get to heaven? Well, Josh, Brother Blake, what if I get to heaven and I get up there and I stand side by side with some of the people that have been all around the continents and they've given their life for this thing and there's multitudes of people behind them that were one to Christ for them and I'm standing there and I'm wondering if I'm going to get in when I turn and look and there's nobody. How am I going to shoulder that? How am I going to stay side by side with somebody that's brought a hundred? And I know that's I know it's high numbers. I, I I know. Don't get me wrong. I know it's it's unre. You know you can't put that on you. I, I realize that. But boy, boy, one. Oh, that I could reach one. God, I want to win a soul. I don't want to win a soul. I want to win a soul. I want to win a soul. I want to be a fisher of me. I wonder how many of you right now would, would pray to God, would get somebody on your mind, get your baby on your mind that's out there in the world, get your grandchild on your mind, get your neighbor on your mind. I've got family. Oh my God, I've got so much family that's lost, that was raised. Raised in this apostolic truth. I've got family that was raised from the same people that raised me. That every one of them are in the world. Oh, to God that I could win one. Oh, to God that I could win one. God, make me a better fisherman. Oh God, anybody can go out and buy a nice rod and reel. Anybody can go out and find where they're at. God, but make me a fisherman. Oh God, help me, Lord, to put a hook in the water and throw the right tackle, God, and that I can feel them when they go to biting, and that I can bring them in and bring them into the boat, God. Bring them into the church. Oh God, that I could win one. 